This Raver Replay podcast is being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. And good evening, everyone, from Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. It's Coach's Corner. I'm Bryce Kendrick filling in for the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver, as Coach continues to recover from surgery. We'd like to thank a few of our sponsors, of course, Cecil Ison and staff here at Ison's Family Pizza, along with Gehrig's, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy, and Medical Equipment as well. This is the first show of the winter sports season, and I have four girls' varsity basketball coaches lined up. On a bit later will be Batesville's Brian Helvey, Milan's Carissa Voss, and South Ripley's Matt McNew. But up first, the girls head coach at Oldenburg. He is Eric Feller. Coach, good evening. Bryce, it's nice to see you uh, over here at WRBI. As we were talking about, we've seen each other cross paths at different places, but just thanks for having me on. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, and uh, you're in your second season as girls head coach at OA, and I know you didn't have many wins last year, but what do you feel were some of the bigger highlights from your team from a year ago? Uh, you know, in the first year, uh, to give you some perspective, I, I didn't get hired till two weeks before the first practice. Mm-hmm. I had literally zero time to prepare for the most part. And then, you know, the last week of the sectional for football runs into the first week of girls basketball. So, right. um, <laughs> So I had even less time than you even think to prepare for that season. So really my only my biggest goal from last year was just to start setting a tone with the culture of the program. And that was my biggest number one goal. Um, and I thought we did a heck of a job. I mean, we, you know, because of that, we ended up having an incredible spring. Um, a lot of girls coming out and playing. Um, um, even some of from our feeder schools that that joined in, and who I reached out to, our summer was so good. Right, as, as much basketball as probably OA girls has, has ever played, and, and even in the fall we had a bunch of girls playing a fall sports. You know, small school, we didn't really have too many, but. Um, our practices um, so far have been spirited. Our girls are unbelievable. Um, so right now, I would say the biggest the biggest highlight is just is just the culture. To OA. I, I feel like. Um, it's probably been as good as it's it's ever been. Yeah, you um, you're not a stranger to being a head coach, but nope. this was your first year as head coach of the girls' program last year. Yeah. Um, with that said, what was the biggest learning learning experience for you <laughs> uh, in coaching in coaching girls basketball? Uh, I tell everybody. I mean, just the learning curve going from coaching boys to girls is just incredible. And I knew going in, I'm like, all right, it's going to be a different animal coaching girls, mm-hmm. and even with that, even with the expected learning curve, it is. I'm still learning. I'm still there's right. just it's. I you know anybody who's coached boys and then gone the girls is also the same thing. I talked to so many people in the off season about coaching girls mm-hmm. and how it's just different. And I got to be honest, I I absolutely love it. I hate. I don't. I mean, I actually love coaching girls probably more than boys. Um, we won't tell them. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the biggest learning curve. Just how to handle girls. And how they are coached differently than boys is is and there's so many different different things mm-hmm. that goes into that that I that I learned last year and um, you know they are very detail oriented for the most part at least our girls are mm-hmm. you have to tell them exactly what to do and sometimes if you tell them exactly what to do they'll to a fault they'll do exact which is great but you know sometimes things change in the game right and they have to think on their own looking for them to ad lib a little yeah bit and then you yeah. come back well coach you told me to do this <laughs> i'm like i know i did but i can't predict what the offense is gonna do you know right so those kind of things so just the learning curve it's you know i just i just you know 
I'm just I'm still learning, but it's it's gotten so much better this year. Yeah. Um, thinking about those things. Uh, if my notes are correct, you lost two players to graduation off of last year's team: guard Hab- Abby Haverkos and uh, post player Annalise Nobby. What do you miss most about those two? I actually miss a third one: Pam Pam Manessis, who oh, is a great, yeah. great defender. Um, the leadership, you know, the leadership we have. Um, they were great leaders. They've they've been through a lot there at OA, and and they were just so happy last year. Um, I, I love coaching them, and and uh, they they brought to the table some things that I didn't expect in terms again just in terms of leadership. And and this year we've got two seniors with Emma Weberding and uh, Alyssa Wanstroth who who brings mm-hmm. different style leadership with them. But those three girls last year, you know, some I, I'm just flat out really just set the. Uh, set the foundation for the program and I still keep in touch with them um, I had them I texted them before the season started and had them make I made a video um, before the season um, talking to the girls giving them a, a preseason pep talk um, so they've been and Pam I just saw Pam at one of our games um, I saw her on Saturday and and I know Annalise and Abby will end up being at some of our games I've 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 been in contact with them so um, they really set the foundation for our program as we move forward you mentioned Pam being a great defender will it be a point maybe at some point uh, this season when you when you see some of your uh, players come back from last year come back and and maybe maybe talk to your kids <laughs> yeah I've uh, I've already started asking you know I uh, um, even before then a coach Miss Savage I've <laughs> his daughter Harley who who was in the program right. for a long time I just talked to her when I was during the G. she was thing. a six-year player too by the she, way <laughs> it seems like there's both <laughs> there's so many Miss Savages um, Coach Savage has been there since 2008. He said that tonight. So he's got a lot of history with the girls' program. <laughs> he, uh, he had two daughters go through it, and he did a great. Um, so he knows a lot of background about the program that I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't realize that he brings that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gives me some perspective on things. So he's kind of the one that's let me know in terms of how well we've done com- in the off season and workouts compared to um, in the past. Right. Um, through what his daughters went through. So. Oh, it's great to lean on. Yep. Uh, we're speaking with Eric Feller, head coach of uh, Oldenburg Girls Basketball. Your team one and two so far. You got the win on opening night in the Feldhouse against Providence. Beat the Pioneers 46-32 collectively. What did your girls do well that night? Finished. Yeah. Uh, we, we ran well in transition and, and maybe most importantly just played really well, really good defense. Um, last year, one of the biggest things um, I wanted to do, in the at least in the offseason, I wanted to focus on was was how to finish in transition and around the basket and we spent a ton of time on that in the off season mm-hmm. and uh and i was just so incredibly happy we could have been playing you know i don't know jackson dell that night and i felt like we would have finished well um no matter who we played that night you know i still <laughs> hannah Havercoast had an unbelievable pass to ellie ryan between two or three defenders she made a pass from about half court bounce pass mm-hmm. it's almost like you know i've never seen that in the girls game before and ellie ryan finished like no just on the run like no big deal like, <laughs> like, a, like a little gazelle running down the court and that you know just those little right. things that stick out in my mind from that night we just we did really well against um um providence and and we knew providence was was down when we um we knew they were gonna the teams we played this past weekend were gonna be we're gonna be better than providence but it didn't matter i was just looking for in terms of improving upon last year um what what we 
what we tried to focus on, and we we did all of those things well in uh, in the first game. Well, it's it's always nice to get a win over the Pioneers because they seem to excel in just about every sport that they You're have. Not kidding, there, our so. girls. Yeah, they they our girls. We have a lot of soccer girls on the sure. team, and they played them in soccer in the semi semi state regional. Mm-hmm. And I know what the boys' soccer team, the girls' soccer team was it. Their volleyball team's pretty good. I mean, I don't. The yeah. football team went. I don't know if they went sectional championship, but um, but they're always. I mean, it, yeah, doesn't matter. All name out of a hat. Their Providence is a great sports program. Let's talk about your Southwestern weekend. You, you get them both back to back. You have uh, Southwestern Hanover on Friday, Southwestern Shelby on Saturday. And while both games ended with a similar result, uh, how that game kind of unfolded for for you? I, I think you had a, some different issues in, in each one of those mm-hmm. games. It wasn't a common theme in, in, in the two losses. Am I correct? No, it was completely the opposite issues. Uh, yeah. Friday night, honestly, I thought Southwest Hanover played. I mean, saw their games they played really well that was the best they played all season i think they're just knocking some rust off those first two games and just waiting for us um i thought they played really well i mean we played well in the most for the most part in the first half but the the theme on both nights the one constant was foul trouble we just could not i mean we we had major foul issues and we could not stay out of foul trouble and just got us out of the rhythm i kind of friday night i thought we were way too passive Mm -hmm. and um it's kind of like a football play caller. Like you just don't, you never get in the rhythm in terms of what do I call now? What am I? What do we do next? What right. do we do next? I don't know. I don't. I never felt comfortable all night in terms of what to call next. And and part of that was just Southwest. They play. They were playing so well. They're hitting shots. Um, they had a girl number three. Uh, first name's Trinity. Man, um, just hit a shot right in front of me in the bench, and you can see me on film. Just you know, just what are we gonna do? It was kind right. of like this. Like we couldn't do anything better than that. <laughs> um, so Friday night, I thought we were very passive, and mm-hmm. we wanted to make a point on Saturday. All right, let's attack. We need to attack. We need to be more aggressive on offense. So right. we did. Mm-hmm. The issue was we were way too aggressive. You know, we were running um, into defenders instead of pulling up, or um, just throwing shots up at the up at the rim without um, actually shooting the ball. And and we <laughs> we had a, a horrible time all weekend, kind of finishing. To be honest with you, it was yeah. completely opposite from the previous week, and that was that was what I was. Um, a lot disappointed a lot. I mean, Hannah Havercos had five, four steals in the first quarter. Wow. And I think we only converted on one of those possessions. And it, it's just so disappointing when we had a tie score at the end of the first quarter. And I felt like we should have been up eight to ten points. And look at our shot chart. It was, I'm almost embarrassed. Well, I'm not even going to say it on the air, but it's, <laughs> it was almost embarrassing, you know, in the, what we did in the paint. Yeah. And, and that's okay. We um, So that's something we're focusing on this week, um, finishing, and definitely some defense. We just, mm-hmm. we got... We're so athletic. Our girls are almost so too aggressive because they. I think they know they're very athletic, but um, they've got to back off just a little bit. They got to find a happy medium right. defensively to be really, really good. And, and we'll work on. It. We did a ton of um, went back to some basic shell drill tonight to kind of kind of hammer that home with them. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Let's talk a little about some of your individuals. You mentioned Emma, Emma Weberding earlier. Um, uh, she led you both nights over the weekend, 10.7 rebounds Friday, 6-6 six and six on Saturday. And, and based on what you had mentioned earlier, I think Emma's going to be a person that you're going to be leaning on kind of heavily. She's a double-double, almost every night type of girl for the most part. She'll get rebounds. She, um, out of everybody, she finishes well. She She's a girl that needs to shoot more. Mm-hmm. Been working on that since last year. She's a good, good mid-range shooter and... Um, yeah, we're definitely going to lean on her a lot. She's just so smart, too. Um, hell, heck, all of the girls are really smart. Uh, every one of our team, it's like a walking all-state, academic all-state on on our entire roster. So, um, 
but that's probably her biggest attribute. She's just she's very smart. She's very crafty. She's experienced. Mm-hmm. So she's been through a lot um, there at LA. Surrounding Emma, who do you have? Uh, Kate Weber's leading the. She kind of leads a point for us. She's she's very good defensively. She's long, athletic. She had a great volleyball season. Um, Hannah Haverkos. Oh my God, jumping to the ball. She's incredible when uh, when the ball's in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, she'd be a great free safety. Um, <laughs> she she is so good at reading passes off the off the ball. And uh, Ashley Borgman is is the same way. She's very good off the ball too, and mm-hmm. very good, very hard nosed. Just cares so much about the game and wants to do well. And, and Ellie Ryan, man, she had she had twenty and thirteen the first game, mm-hmm. and um, she's man, she's come a long way with her shot, her form, rebounding, shooting, all that. I mean, she's come a long way. Rachel Lamping's come off the bench as a as a point guard as well, so we can get Kate off the ball at times, and she's doing well, um, shooting the ball. And then lastly, Alyssa Wanstroth is a is an unbelievable defender. You never she hasn't played since her freshman year. You never really realize it um, when you see her play. Coach, as you uh, look ahead to the rest of the season, what's the what's the biggest thing that this team needs to focus on in order to pick up some more Ws? You know, I, last year I kind of got in the trap of focusing maybe too much on who our opponent was mm-hmm. and not really focusing on us getting better to play to your certain, game, to play our game. Yep. And, and uh, I, so this year, like I, I, I'm not even being. Uh, like I haven't really thought about. We play Lawrenceburg tomorrow. I haven't really thought about that. Yeah. I mean, I have. I have personally, but um, we've talked about them. But we, that's not. A, I'm just worried. Are we getting better um, from game to game? And we're doing more of our stuff, and and then we're kind of encompassing some other things. So we've just got to get better at those um, little things um, in terms of of keep improving our girls and and you know little things like form shooting finishing learning how to rebound learning how to play defense that happy medium between aggressive and and smart basketball and not and not fouling too much um, um with those things so um that's probably the biggest thing is probably for me is just learning you know just focus on us more instead of our opponent all right well eric i really appreciate you joining us tonight good luck against the tigers tomorrow so the eagles on friday and throughout the season as well Appreciate it, Bryce. Nice to nice to be back here. Our pleasure. And uh, that is Oldenburg Girls Basketball Coach Eric Feller. Batesville Girls Coach Brian Helvey will join us next when Coach's Corner continues on Country 103.9 WRBI. Oh, my. That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also got your sweet tooth covered with our Black Forest chocolate cake, carrot cake, caramel chocolate lava cake, New York cheesecake, caramel apple cheesecake, and our impossible-to-forget chocolate chip cookies. Get your That's a Big Pretzel only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or downtown Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. You took the first step and quit smoking. Now it's time to take the second step, scheduling your lung cancer screening. Margaret Mary Health offers a lung cancer screening, which includes a low-dose CT scan. Though typically covered by insurance, Margaret Mary also offers a discounted rate for those whose insurance does not cover it. For more information, visit us online at mmhealth.org. That's mmhealth.org. 
Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. And welcome back to Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville for Coach's Corner on WRBI, brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Guts Willer. I'm Bryce Kendrick. Thanks to Oldenburg Girls basketball coach Eric Feller, who joined me in the opening segment. Let's move about five miles to the south and bring on Batesville Girls hoop head coach, athletic director, and chief bottle washer. He is Brian Helvey. Brian, good evening. Good evening. Glad to be on. Uh, looking forward to uh, the program tonight and get a chance to talk about our Lady Bulldogs. Well, we are going to do that. This is your third season as uh, the girls' head coach at Batesville, and uh, you know that AD position that you hold is uh, incredibly demanding. For you personally, how difficult is it to be both the athletic director and also head up a girls' basketball program? One that's you know that's uh, you're talking twenty plus events during the course of a season. That's that's a lot of time that's involved with that. It is, but you know what? I got I got a great uh, group of folks that surround me uh, mm-hmm. in the office, the other administrators, um, very supportive of, of what we're trying to do with the girls' basketball program, which makes it uh, much easier. It's not to say that there's not some challenges. You know, you want to make sure that, uh, you know, you're giving all of the winter sports, uh, you know, equal attention, sure. and, and you want to make sure that, you know, all their needs are being fulfilled, and, and then also, you know, you don't want to shortchange the girls' basketball program um, as well. So, you know, balancing it all. It, it works. And, right. uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be have an opportunity to be a part of the girls' basketball program. Um, but uh, I also en- enjoy the successes of all of our other winter sports as well. No question about that. And, uh, you know, looking at from year one to year two, uh, you, gain, you gain a win. You had two fewer losses. So some improvement on the team from year one to year two. What did you like most about your team last year? Well, you know what? I, th- I, I talked about this a lot last year, and I've talked to this group uh, this year about it because uh, we have a lot of the same faces this year. We got a few new ones. Uh, we lost a couple to graduation. Yeah. Um, which we're, we're always, you know, seniors are always key. Right. What, what, no matter what role they what role they play, they're always key. But, you know, this group just, they practice hard, they play hard. They, the effort is just always there. Um, you know, and, I, and I, that's carried over from, from year to year. Right. And, and that's a testament to the girls. Um, you know, that, you know we're, we're getting better. Right. You know, uh, you know our, our first couple games, uh, you know, we split, and then we, we've, we've lost a couple this, this weekend, which, you know, Obviously, the North Decatur game was tough to lose. We we had a lead a lot of the way, mm-hmm. um, and then the Union County. It's always tough to go up to Union County and play. Right. But you know the the stability we have with this this group of six seniors, and and uh, we you know we've got a couple of freshmen that are getting a lot of playing time. Um, they've really started. They've worked well together, and I'm I'm really encouraged about where this group has gone from last year and now where we're headed into. Into, into this year, um, looking for more successes down the road. Real quickly, you, you mentioned that you lost a couple to graduation, and I know one was a mainstay, and the other was with you for about half the season. I'm not was it was yeah. it injury based? Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, Catherine Rob and, and, and Katie Brewer, they're both uh, you know they're both great young ladies, mm-hmm. and and I, I think I've seen uh, Catherine was our game. I believe the Newcastle game. I looked up, and and there she was, and you know you, you always miss seniors, and they sure. did have different roles, right? Um, Miss Brewer, she obviously had uh, she had some knee knee issues right. uh, in and out of two different seasons, and that really hindered what she was doing. And and then Catherine was just a you know a real nice spark plug. Uh, 
uh, you know, and what we're missing from her, especially this year, is uh, her ability to take some charges and get in there and mix it up a little bit. You know, she wasn't very tall and in stature, but uh, she wasn't afraid to step in right. front of folks. And, Absolutely. And to be real honest with you, I've referenced that a couple times with this group. We need we need somebody like that right. to step in, and we've had opportunities to maybe take some charges and, and do some things that, that Catherine did. So so we got to find somebody to fill those void that void. Um, yeah. It seems simple. But uh, it's it's not. So. Yeah, it's really a mindset. It is. Yeah. You got to be you got to be pretty tough, and you got to be in the right spot at the right time. Right. You mentioned uh, Katie and, and the issues that she had with her knee, and, and unfortunately, you're missing a, a key player that uh, you were hoping would be a big part of the team this year, Michaela uh, Granger. How how is she doing? She's doing great. Um, you know, she it's it's very very difficult for her. She wants to be out there so bad, um, but bet. she's but she's done a great job. She helps us in a, in a lot of different areas, doing what she can, and you know, she's still pretty limited with her mobility. Um, you know, just the recovery phase here. So, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward, you know, to to watch her progress. Um, it, it is a, anytime you lose a starter, um, and, and you know, and what you think is going to be a key, um, it's it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. I feel horrible for her. Yeah, you know, because uh, you know she loves basketball. She's a great student and and everything else, but she loves basketball. Right. And so, you know, and and we could use her talents, uh, but what you know sometimes challenges like this you know she's going to face them head on and, mm-hmm. and i have no doubt that uh, that she's going to excel when she gets back um provides opportunity for others though right now which will only make us stronger um as she enters her senior season next year hopefully some of the the extra minutes that some of the girls are getting in her absence are going to pay off right. pay dividends next year when she gets back in the lineup and if there is one bright spot for her personally this is her junior year junior year and not her senior i mean nobody wants to be sitting on the sidelines that last year especially when you're one that, that that's expected to play a and, lot. I, and i think that is that is one of the bright spots you know in, in the back of her mind she knows that right you know and and family knows that and those kind of things and you know what if uh you know in and if she's able to get back with us and She'll be full go and, and looking forward to it. Um, we're speaking with Brian Helvey, the head girls basketball coach at Batesville. And the uh, team has played four games so far. You did pick up a win against Newcastle a week ago Saturday. What did your team do well in that 14-point victory over the Trojans? You know, I think we did um, some of the same things that we've done in a couple of these other games. But we were able to sustain it for four quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, against uh, Union County, we, we got behind early. Um, against North Decatur, we got up and we got behind early, fought our way back, got up. Um, but in the Newcastle game, it, it was more of a, a sustained effort. You know, we score right. um, 15 points in the first quarter. Uh, the last two games, we, we have a total of um, zero points in the first, first quarter. So that's a big difference. Uh, right. Start you get off to. But uh, we were able to sustain effort. And, and, and be honest with you, we matched up really well with Newcastle. Somebody new on our schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, really like having them on. Their coaching staff was extremely nice and easy to work with. And, and so I think that's a good pickup for our for our season or for our schedule for the next couple of years. Now, while the other three games you didn't come out on top, uh, it can't be said that your team was in all three of those games. Uh, what 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 did you like about uh, about the three performances, even though you didn't end up with a W? Well, you know, Hauser specifically, um, you know, we had uh, three girls in, in scoring double figures. Uh, that was great to see a couple seniors, Bree Wells and Callie Kaiser, both were in double figures. Mm-hmm. And then freshman Allison Peters was in, in double figures. So we had a nice balanced scoring effort there. Obviously, like I said, effort was there, um, hearts there, de- you know, determination, desire, all those, all those things that uh, sing- 
be awful hard to come by sometimes with right. some teams. Mm-hmm. You know, we had that. Uh, Union County, um, like I said, we got off to a really slow start, but the girls battled back. I mean, you know, we got to the point where, you know, we had some chances. You know, we can, couldn't really get over the hump, mm-hmm. but we were close enough, and then it hit a big three from the corner and got a couple uh, runouts that uh, scored and kind of extended the extended it to a, a 12, I think, 12-point 12 uh, loss, which is probably a lot greater than what it was right. should have been. Right. And then, uh, you know, then we go to the North Decatur game, and, you know, we, we get behind. You know, we don't score in the first quarter, but defensively we held them to only five points, which um, if you follow North Decatur at all right now, they, you know, they're, they're having a really good season to this yes. point, and they're, they're kind of picking off teams in the EIAC. Right. Their um, whole girls program in general right now in multiple sports is, mm-hmm. is doing quite well. And, and yeah. that, they're just, they've got an athletic group right yeah. now. So, you know, to hold them to five points, I was, I was encouraged there. I, you know, I told the girls, hey, we're, you know, we're okay. Mm-hmm. You, know, this, you know, we didn't score, I understand. But then we come out and scored 19 points in the second quarter, and Emma Weiler hit three threes, and we had just an absolutely great crowd. Um, you know, we had a, the band was there, dance team, cheerleaders. We had a nice student section. Um, North Decatur brought a really nice crowd. It was really, it was really a cool setting early in the year. Right. And, um, you know, Emma hits some threes, gets everybody going, the crowd going, and North Decatur answers with, with some baskets. So, you know, we led 19-14, um, you know, at halftime. So, we, you know, we've, we're comfortable with where we're at, thinking, okay, we overcame a little bit. And then we led by seven going into the fourth quarter. And to be honest with you, we scored 16 points in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. which is you know pretty good for us. But unfortunately, we gave up 29. Mm. And, uh, you know, a lot of those, some of those were just easy straight line drives to the basket. Right. Very correctable mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, those are things we watch film tonight. And, uh, you know, I, I said, girls, the great thing about this is I, I'm, we're upset or, or discouraged a little bit because, you know, we weren't able to win. But, you know... Look at the things that we can correct right. against a really good team, and and you know it could have led to a, a different outcome. But next time we have to make sure it does. Right. You know we can't let this happen again. Yeah. You were talking about uh, you know the, the the correctable mistakes and and hopefully you see that going forward. But if you could hang your hat on one thing about this team right now, what is it? I, I think we, you know they they're very teachable. Um, we you know we had a really I thought a really good practice today. We kind of went back to the fun some fundamental things. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the film now tomorrow. We'll come back and and we'll we'll identify some of those things specifically in practice. Right. And, and what they're going to do is they're going to get better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I I think if you're going to hang some, your hat on something, I think this group it's a very smart group. Um, you know they they want to get better. Right. They want to play harder. They keep playing hard efforts there you know ideally you know we're we are averaging more points offensively this year you take away the the union county outcome but you know 46 points that's above our average last year so i hope that that we're getting we're getting better we're becoming better offensive uh offensively but i know deep down defensively we're probably going to have to continue to be successful yeah if we're only scoring you know we want to score 50 points a game if we can if we can score 50, I'm, I'm very confident that our girls will, will hold the opponent to less than that. 
Right. Or at least I hope so. Do you feel from a personnel standpoint that this is a team that is you really got one or two horses and, and they're going to carry you? Or is it a team where you need all you need like a balanced effort from any five players at any given time out on the floor? I think we're going to need a balanced effort. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just like, uh, you know, Emma Weiler had struggled a little bit offensively, but then she comes out and scores 16 points against North Decatur. Right. You know, she stepped up. We've had you know, a freshman. Um, is currently Allison Peters is currently leading us in scoring. Uh, I think she's at about 11 points a game, mm-hmm. but uh, but that's been up and down. She's had a you know maybe a 14, 15 point game right. and up and down. So I think offensively we're really going to have to have a balanced effort. We got to be able to get the ball into the post. We got to be able to play inside outside a little bit. We've got to be able to get the ball to the basket. Right. Because um, right now we're not shooting the ball very well from the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that being said. We've got to find ways to make opportunities a little bit easier for us. Right. And if we can get that in the post, get it to Bree Wells, get it to Callie Kaiser, Sarah Ripperger, some, you know, some of our post players, it'll make things a lot easier. Um, and, and we're just going to have to do that moving forward. Early on, we were talking about your your joint uh, job, if you will, between AD and also girls basketball coach. And uh, you're, uh, as an athletic director, trying to balance the interests of, of all of the uh, programs involved. And I'm going to let you put your AD's hat back on here for okay. just a minute. You've got uh, a very big project that's going to be taking place uh, over the next couple of years at Batesville with your outdoor athletic facilities. Talk a little bit about that exciting news. Well, we're extremely excited about that. Uh, a few years ago, we were able to upgrade some of our in- indoor facilities. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and not, they look not, great. Not only athletic facilities but some of the performing arts and some of those things um you know we're excited that you know we got a lot of the interior stuff done mm-hmm. especially with the auxiliary gym and some uses there now we get to move outside right and and and, and there's a lot to be done mm-hmm. you know we've got a you know, schools in our area are constantly making improvements mm-hmm. you know we want to be able to you know be able to compete with them sure. you know on a, on a number of different fronts i think this is a great first step or first few steps to get the the football um and track facility um upgraded mm-hmm. um the the lo- you know you may think it's silly but the the locker room space and and that piece that's being done right now um will, will benefit just a, a ton of our student athletes right. when it comes to track and field we got an outstanding track and field program yes. right now um, you know, getting getting the facilities for that group, mm-hmm. uh, they've earned it. You sure know, they they're they're doing a great job. Our cross country team's mm-hmm. done an outstanding job, and once we are able to maybe get the the turf field in place, you know, we can do a little bit more baseball a little longer in the year. Soccer becomes a little bit more uh, a little easier to run, right. and some of those things. So, right. you know, then the band and some of the other extracurriculars that. That can utilize that space. It's just going to be. It's going to open up so many doors to all of our programs and all of our students and student athletes. That uh, I I know it's expensive, um, but you know what? Our, our, we feel our kids work really hard, and this is a great way to kind of repay them a little bit. It's an investment in them. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, Coach and uh, AD Brian Helvey, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We will see you twice this weekend, uh, Friday night at Seymour and also Saturday night at South Ripley. We wish you the best of luck this weekend and uh, throughout the entire season as well. Well, thank you very much, Bryce. I just want to give a little shout-out to Coach Ravers. He's out there listening. Yes, he, he's listening every you know, week. He's uh, He's been a, quite the staple with Batesville High School Athletics, and uh, hope uh, hope he's off to a, a, a good recovery and uh, hope to get him back soon. Thank you so much, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Brian Helvey, uh, girls basketball coach at Batesville. After this break, Milan girls coach Carissa Voss will join me. You're listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Oh, my. 
That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also got your sweet tooth covered with our Black Forest chocolate cake, carrot cake, caramel chocolate lava cake, New York cheesecake, caramel apple cheesecake, and our impossible-to-forget chocolate chip cookies. Get your That's a Big Pretzel only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. George's has a full line of medical equipment. We provide state-of-the-art equipment that can help you to rehabilitate from an injury, move more freely to do the things you enjoy, or rest comfortably in your own home. Our friendly and knowledgeable staff prides itself on helping you with any challenges that you or a loved one is facing. We are here for you. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. Thanks again for joining us for Coach's Corner on WRBI. We'd like to thank our hosts at Ison's Family Pizza, along with Garings, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, plus Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, who helped sponsor the show. I'm Bryce Kendrick, filling in for the Hall of Famer Ron Raver. Thanks to uh, Batesville girls basketball coach Brian Helvey, who was with me just moments ago. And let's welcome the newest girls varsity basketball coach from our area. Uh, let's talk to her right now. She is Milan's Carissa Voss. Good evening, Carissa. How are you? Good evening. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. This is the first time that you and I have had a chance to talk for a while. And, and before we get into your program, uh, let's let's introduce yourself as uh, for people that may not know uh, may right. not know about you. Tell All me a little right. bit about you. Um, so I'm actually an occupational therapist. I don't work at school, so that mm-hmm. that provides an extra little layer to what we're trying to do here. And um, got a couple kids, so I've got a teacher at Milan and one that lives in Danville. I'm excited for my freshman son at Milan, so uh-huh. he's going to be playing JV ball this year. Fantastic. And then two eighth grade girls, So and a really fantastic husband. That's, <laughs> I'm sure he's listening, so we got to throw give, that in there. You want to give him a shout out? I mean, so, yeah. Mention yeah. him by name? Oh, uh, Brian Boss. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so thanks a lot. His great support really fabulous Brian's a good guy <laughs> he is a good guy he's a good guy your first year coaching the lady indians uh talk a little bit about your background as far as uh coaching or your association with the sport okay um so i started coaching at Milan. oh goodness probably about 15 years ago mm-hmm. um my dad jeff stutler and i were the yep. uh, varsity and jv coach there for a while um coached my sisters and and that group that came through um Dad got out of it, and I went down to the 7th and 8th grade. So I've been um, the middle school coach at Milan for about, oh gosh, 13 or 15 years. So, wow. yeah, I've been down at the middle school for a long time and um, excited for this new experience. So, so there is some, there's, there's a transition that is involved in, in going from junior high to high school, and I want to talk about that in just a second. But to relative to your time at the middle school level, yep. you have familiarity with, oh, with these kids that, that are playing for you right now. Yeah, absolutely. And so what that did for us, you know, I wasn't hired until about the 1st of August. So right. it really provided um, that learning curve was really shortened for us because I've coached all these girls. Right. Um, and it was really nice. We didn't have to spend that time developing relationships 
friendships and learning about each other. Uh, you know, I kind of knew what kind of athletes we were dealing with, and we were able to uh, get right to work. So it's been really nice. But as taking over uh, the, uh, taking over a head coaching position at the varsity level, there are challenges that are associated with that, and and probably the, the thing that I've that I've heard from any coach that is doing a varsity job for the very first time, the response is, "I didn't know I had to do this." Oh, absolutely. Yes, and absolutely. there's a lot of that in there. So yes. how how are you how are you attacking all of the new responsibilities in addition to just taking the kids out, practice them every day, put them on the bus, you know, making sure they got the uniforms and uh, they're at the gym and ready to play. Yeah, which is absolutely a challenge in itself. So we have a checklist that we go up on the bus because <laughs> you never know what they're going to forget. So right. um, it was really nice in the position that I was in um, at the middle school, Coach Bressert that was that was at Milan for years. Who? Uh, yeah, right, right. Can we bring up his we name? We can bring That's up good. Bob. Yeah, Bob's so, a good guy. Uh, he is a great guy. So he gave me a lot of opportunity to work with our youth programs um, and spend some time with, you know, grades two through six. And so it was really nice having those plans in place, which really helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's a lot of work um, coming into something that you don't necessarily think about as a head coach of right. all, you know, you think about the practice plans and what you're going to do with these varsity girls. Um, and it's all, all that other stuff that you got to really think about. And so um, he did, he did, he allowed me to have um, a lot of involvement with our youth, which helped a lot. And then I've got some really great mentors. You I'm know, glad between, you're bringing this up because yeah, that was on my list. To yeah, talk to absolutely. You about. So, um, and again, I know I'm talking about my husband, but my husband has been a really great help. Uh, he coached for years, provides a really great insight. Um, he's brutally honest. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, that helps a lot. Um, our coaching staff, you know, Tony Clark, he's worked with these girls, brought him back. So that's been a really nice experience. Um, you know, I've got my dad. Jeff Steller, that has been a great help. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister coaches college ball out in Missouri, and so I've been able to talk with her a little bit. And Jeff is coaching junior high right he now. He is the coaching junior high. Junior high. He's over at St. Louis right now, oh, okay. so I may have to swing in there and say hi. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Tyler Teasing over at South Ripley has been a great help to me. That's a mm-hmm. uh, brother-in-law and just you know, I don't know where to report scores, all of those types right. of things. I'm like, Tyler, I don't know what I'm doing. So where well, do I the report only one all that this matters stuff? Is us. That's right. That's right. So and I think I've been pretty consistent you with have. that. I yes, think you I've have. reported all those. And so we, yeah, it's been we, good. We really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Chris, as you know, the last couple of years, it's uh, it's been difficult for the Milan program to pick up some wins. Um, but um, you're taking over the program with a fresh set of eyes. And again, there's some familiarity with, mm-hmm. uh, with the kids that are playing for you. So your vision for this team is what? So I just really want this team to get better every single quarter that we play. Mm-hmm. Um, we are really trying to concentrate on what we can do well right now and things that we can control um, and just really working hard every day in practice, uh, changing the tone of practices to make them, you know, super competitive, mm-hmm. you know, setting goals in every drill that we do, trying right. to get that competitive nature and just really trying to make them better. Um controlling you know how good of shape we're in controlling our effort controlling our attitude all of those things that are going to create just a really good culture at Milan and you know have a little bit of fun right you know we got to make this a little bit fun so the girls it's a long season it is a long season it's a really long season and and, you know when we've we've had four games and I feel like we've gotten better across the board but when you're getting beat 20 plus points every night you know you really got to do something to overcome that mentality with girls and so we're just really focusing on controlling what we can control right now and getting better every quarter that we play. We're speaking with Carissa Voss, the uh, first-year head coach for Milan Girls Basketball. And while you don't have a uh, you don't have a check mark on the left side of the one-loss column as of yet, what have you seen collectively or individually out of this team so far that, that gives you hope? Yeah, so I just think every, every night that we step on the floor, we're seeing more quality minutes. Um, we're getting better with every possession. You know, uh, the other night at South Ripley, 
Um, I feel like we were pretty competitive. We got tired and we had some breakdowns, um, but that's something that we can control. We can control our fatigue and how right. good of shape that we're in. Um, we you, turned around. You can't control that Matt McNew cheats. We can't. Oh, we Matt's can't, here. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, sorry Matt. Sorry about that. Oh, didn't, didn't mean to bring that up while he was here. <laughs> um, you know, and then we go out to Hauser and we put forth a great effort. You know, the girls are really coachable when we put together a game plan. You know, you can really see their effort trying mm-hmm. to – you know, we really focused on rebounds um, and pushing the ball up the floor. Those are some of our strong points. And again, we got 12 really good minutes of basketball and we were up on Hauser 20 to 15. And so that's something that we've really got to bring out in the locker room, you know, to focus on doing the things we do well right. more consistently. Right. So. In- individually, who are you leaning on? Oh, my goodness. That could change at any given minute. So we, we've got two really great seniors um, that come back. You know, we've got Audrey Schmidt um, that's just got amazing hands. She wants the ball. She does a good job finishing. And then um, a great leader in Riley Clark handling the ball. Um, at any given moment, any of our five starters could get into foul trouble um, with what we're trying to do. And so um, – we're really blessed with a great sophomore and freshman class that can come in and give us some quality minutes. So we've got Rachel Holt that's a go-to um, sophomore that had some varsity minutes last year, uh, has played really well for us this mm-hmm. year. Um, we've got McKaylee Riviera who comes in, and she's just she is one of the hardworking, most hardworking girls I've ever seen in the gym. She just nice. She just really works hard and, and does you know everything that we ask her to do. Um, We've got a senior that came in. She's never played ball before, mm-hmm. uh, Lucy Lillis. Uh, she's been a, a great asset on defense, super quick. I don't think that I don't think we could wear her out. So we can really put her on some girls, um, some of the other team scores, and she can just wear them down. She right. does a really good job. Um, some other returning sophomores that can give us some really good minutes. We got Ellie Kinnett, Emma Carpenter that come in and work hard, and then we're throwing three freshmen in the mix. Yeah. So um, Autumn Roerig and Gabby Williamson. And uh, Anna Herzog. So Going to grow baptism fast. by fire. Yes. That's, that's what we're doing this Absolutely. year. So. Best part about this team right now is what? Oh, their work ethic. Um, they mm-hmm. come in and their attitude is good. Um, they're just executing you know, what we're trying to build on every single day. And, and um, they just come in ready to work. And, you know, as a group and, and can, you know, again, trying to, trying to, to rebuild uh, back up the program, what is, what's the one thing that, that you're really pushing with this group right now and said, you know what, before we do anything else, in order for us to be successful, we have to be able to do this. What is that? Well, I think one thing that we do really well, and this is, is kind of rare with girls, is everybody gets along. Mm-hmm. And so that's not a battle that I have to fight with them. And so that's awesome. Um, really just focusing on what we do well every single game. Um, bringing out those positives and then just building on that every day. So we, we say this every day, control what you can control. So let's get in good shape. Let's block out. Let's play good defense and everything else will fall into place. All right. So. A, a non-basketball question to close this out. Okay. Your husband is a Ravens fan. He is not. He's a Ravens not a Ravens fan. fan? I thought no he was a Ravens fan. No way. His brothers. His are brothers, the his Ravens brothers fan. Brothers are Ravens oh, fan. No, that's right. we're Who Day Nation at our house. Thank so. goodness. Yes. All right. Oh my gosh. No, I would never. I, I was going to take this down a whole different no. path, and it wasn't going to be pretty. He's a Purdue fan, so we don't fall. Well, no, for that, I'm okay for that. I'm okay, but no, I wouldn't have married a Ravens fan. You know, it's. No. I went to school at Ball State. Well, I yes, have my Ball yeah, State shirt that, on yeah. tonight, but uh, you know, I spent a lot of money with my oldest daughter at at Butler, and uh, you know, I grew kind of an IU fan and a Notre yeah. Dame football yeah. fan and, and I don't you know I like Purdue as well so I'm good with I'll Purdue. root for anybody in the, yeah. in the state of Indiana yeah I can I can get on board with that All so right. yeah 
Well, that's good. Uh, Carissa, it has been a pleasure to have you tonight, and uh, I hope this is not the last time, and I wish you all the success. uh, success. And you have, uh, coming up here, let me take a quick look, you have uh, the Eagles tomorrow night. We do have the Eagles tomorrow night. And then you have an extended break. We do. So we're actually playing Saturday. We added on a game Saturday. Who is that? Um, So we're going up to the Indiana School for the Deaf and playing them on Saturday. All right. Yeah, and well, then that'll we help get, break up we the get a week then. off. So, all right. Yeah. Well, I wish you all the best. It's been a pleasure talking with you, and good Thank luck throughout you. the year. I appreciate it. Thank Our you. Our pleasure. Carissa Voss, head coach of the Milan Lady Indians, and South Ripley coach Matt McNew will join me next when Coach's Corner continues on Country One Hundred Three Point Nine WRBI. Oh my! That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also got your sweet tooth covered with our Black Forest chocolate cake, carrot cake, caramel chocolate lava cake, New York cheesecake, caramel apple cheesecake, and our impossible-to-forget chocolate chip cookies. Get your That's a Big Pretzel only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or downtown Batesville. Your local Lennox dealer, Hurt and Elko, is turning 50 this year. That's a long time spent respectfully satisfying the electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling needs of our customers through unparalleled service and competitive prices. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Come check out our newly redesigned showroom. We have a nice supply of fixtures for you to see and touch, plus a large inventory of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling supplies and parts. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, and so much more. Discover the freedom of auto pay from Great Plains Communications. No more paper bills. No more postage. No more check writing. No need to drop off a payment. And no more late fees. And now, when you sign up for AutoPay, you will also receive a one-time $10 bill credit. Log on to gpcom.com slash my-account and enroll today. Or call 866-382-4968. Some restrictions may apply. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. And once again, we're back at Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville for another edition of Coach's Corner on WRBI, brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. Once again, I'm Bryce Kendrick. Thanks to Milan Girls Basketball Coach Carissa Voss for visiting with us before the last break. We are going to close the show tonight and talk South Ripley Girls Basketball. Joining me now, the Lady Raiders head coach. He is Matt McNew. Matt, good evening. Good evening. Thanks for having me, Bryce. It is a pleasure to have you, and uh, this is your third season as head coach uh, in Versailles. Uh, you had a great season last year. So we talked about Saturday night uh, before your game with Jacksonville. A 17-6 and season. Second in the URBC behind Jacksonville. But you get the big prize at the end of the year. The program's ninth sectional title and your first as a head coach. Big picture. Season as a whole from last year. What did you enjoy the most? Oh, spending time in the gym with the girls. Yeah. Um, if, you can't, if that's not your number one thing, then uh, coaching might not be your your forte. Uh, I enjoy every single day going in and uh, working with the girls, making them better players and uh, people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so, plus I get the bonus of my daughter playing, so I get to spend that extra time with her. Um, but all together, that's a great group of kids that we had last year uh, and again this year. And it, it's a lot of fun in the gym. Um, we've gotten to know each other over the last two years really well. Right. Um, so, it's more of a um, atmosphere that's open. I allow the girls, you know, to have their say, 
and then uh, we go from there. And so last year it worked out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so all in all, it was a fun season. That's fantastic. Now, you were a part of any sectionals as an assistant coach at Jacksonville. Too many to count. Uh, how did the sectional championship last year as a head coach compare to those that you were a part of while you were at Jacksonville? Uh, uh, it's hard to describe, really. Um, you want to be super excited, but – as a head coach, you're turning around as soon as that game's over thinking, okay, now what do we have What's to do next? this week? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, but, but I did enjoy it. Um, and I enjoyed all those throughout the years with uh, Scott. And um, we did the same thing. As soon as that game's over, we're talking about who we play. Um, but as on a personal level, um, you know, that's why you coach. You want you want to get the best out of your girls. And, and when you win that sectional, you kind of feel like you accomplished it's part a special of that. feeling. Yes. It really, really is. You come into this season, Matt, with uh, only one loss to graduation. That's L.J. McQueen, which I spelled incorrectly <laughs> on my page. I'll go ahead and say that now. Uh, a very solid all-around player. What, do you, what, what did you enjoy most about L.J.? LJ, what did you like about her game? Number one thing that I like about L.J. when she was there was um, constantly, anytime she was talking to me, it was coach. Yeah. You know, there's a there was a high respect from – a senior that has been passed down uh, to the younger girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can see it in my seniors this year. Mm-hmm. They all, you know, when they want something or address me, it's coach. Mm-hmm. And that's come from LJ. Uh, her game all around, uh, she ran the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if something wasn't going right, she let them know in the timeouts. Uh, she let me know, right. um, you know, to address, you know, certain players if – that way, you know, it's not her doing it. It's me as a coach doing it. Uh, so she was – and I, I even said this at our awards program, I believe. She was my coach on the court. Mm-hmm. She really was. She was uh, She was an assistant coach that was one of my five that were playing. Right. So um, miss her a lot. She's been back a couple times already. That's fantastic. Um, to just, you know, hang out and talk. And she's still a lot like she was. She'll follow me around the court and just talk to me. You know, as practice is going on, does she talk to the players too? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's why she's there. She's not there to talk to me. I can tell you that right now. Uh, but but she does. She she uh, she talks to all the girls, and I I do believe the girls enjoyed having her stop in. Um, and I told her she's in. You know, welcome to come in at any time. So yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, the respect that, that she has and, and how that's kind of carried over to your new players. And, and I address you as a lot of things. Most of those <laughs> I can't share right now, but that's another story for another time. Um, while LJ was a loss to graduation, right now you're missing one very, very key player on your team, and, and that would be Rachel Meyer, your top scorer and top rebounder for last year. So that's been that's been uh, difficult for you guys. Yeah, it's been very difficult. Uh, matter of fact, I even talked to the team um, just the other day, and I asked him, I, you know, when we were in the locker room, I, actually it was after the Jacksonville game, mm-hmm. and I went in and I just asked. I said, you know, how many of you go out on the court thinking if Rachel was here, if Rachel was playing, and, you know, every single one of them. Right. And I said, well, we, you know, at this point we can't we can't do that. Right. You know, once you hit that court, yeah, it'd be great to have Rachel out there on the floor, and, and things would be a lot different if she was, but this is our team. Right. So, you know, it's it's been difficult since day, well, day three. Um, and, and just teaching the girls that we don't have Rachel out there and there's ways around that. Right. Um, so I felt like I was getting that through to them. Mm-hmm. You know, when we took on Austin and we came out and I was like, you know, maybe they 
they're grasping this that mm-hmm. you know we don't have to have her out there right this moment right you know and uh then you go to your next game and you're like well maybe they didn't get it <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's just it, and that's girls but right. uh but it's a constant talk with the girls rachel has been there she started um back late last week in sideline practices uh she does the warm-ups and the things that have no contact with the team um and Wednesday this week, she will go into uh, full contact practice. Well, it'll be nice to, to get her back out on the floor. And we're talking with Matt McNew, head coach at uh, South Ripley for the girls' basketball program and the Lady Raiders. Uh, we mentioned Rachel, but, uh, you know, I got to see this team play several times last year. And, again, with the same cast of characters back, with the exception of LJ, there are a lot of really nice pieces to this team. Absolutely. And, and you know, to go along with that, you know, Sarah, Rachel's sister, who has been – ill and mm-hmm. uh very limited as well and that you know that that is, has shown as as we've played so far mm-hmm. um and she's back she was there tonight went through a full practice um had to come out a few times um but this whole this whole team getting them back and then bringing up some of the what are now juniors that were sophomores last year that sat the bench but now they're getting the playing time rachel and sarah being out has really pushed them yeah. into those playing positions right. um uh, one of them being Emily Flood right. last year at High Hopes, and things you know that's that's just kind of the way things work. You you see something, but then as the season goes along, things change. And we went from thinking Emily Flood was going to spend a lot of time on the court to Caitlin Samples did. Right, it just changed throughout the season. So mm-hmm. we adjusted that, but now those two are a huge part of what we're doing right now. Right. You know, and Emily Flood has has turned it on the last couple of games and. Uh, that's the Emily Flood we saw last year and thought, you know, this this looks really good for the future. Right. Um, we've thrown my daughter in on it. Um, she started the last two games because of Sarah and Rachel both being out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's really stepped up. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about my daughter, but she's not one I would have picked. And I said, hey, you know, game one, she played 21 minutes. Right. And I would have never told you that. And my sister texted me and said, but she wasn't part of your plan when you know, <laughs> no she wasn't but she's she's right at the top of the right. leading rebounder on the team now mm-hmm. uh, you know she doesn't score a whole lot but man she can make some passes that other girls aren't and you know she's down in dirty getting rebounds right. you know so um i as much as i want rachel back i want sarah back this has really helped us out right. and i think um if we can get lucky enough to get past the sectional we're going to see that that's helped in the regional uh, compared to last year's. Two other players uh, that we haven't talked about as of yet that I also think are key, key components of this team, Gracie Gunner and Alexa Hyde. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd never leave Gracie out uh, or Alexa. Uh, Gracie is my uh, captain right now on the floor with the other two out. Um, she's my defensive juggernaut. Right. I mean, she's got arms that are eight foot long, and, you know, I mean, she she is a pain at the top of our defense, um, and she's been our leading scorer. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has come out and taken the role of, you know, those two are out, I'm going to start scoring, and she's done a great job of it. Mm-hmm. Had a bad night Saturday night, uh, but, you know, I think she was keyed on, so, you know, that that didn't help. And then Alexa Height is – the actually, to go along with Alexa Height is uh, Lydia Cornette. Oh, yes, Lydia. They're both getting – you know, they're both playing – and getting quality minutes in there, and those two are a mirror image of each other. Mm-hmm. If I asked them to run through a wall, they'd do it. Um, not as skilled offensively as the rest of the team, but 
it's hard to have them sitting on the bench. Right. Um, we we a lot of time <laughs> we'll call Alexa, which you know she's five foot nothing. As she's our enforcer, <laughs> I mean she'll get out there and it doesn't matter. I yeah. mean and she'll go at the biggest girl. She it doesn't. And you know, and Lydia's the exact same way. So can headbutt her right in the midsection. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a belly button headbutt. So, but yeah, we're talking with Matt McNew, head coach of uh, South Ripley. And uh, before we move on to the to the Jacksonville game, I, I I like to I like to talk to coaches who have a son or daughter on the team. Yeah. What is it like for you to be coaching your daughter, especially now that that she's playing a more prominent role on the team and she's not just, you know, anchoring a spot on the bench somewhere? Um, honestly, you know, with her playing a role on the team, it's, it, it's gotten easier. Mm. Um, and it's well-deserved, so I don't feel like I'm putting her out there because she's my daughter. You know, that's right. always the fear when you have a, mm-hmm. a, you know, a child playing, you yep. know. But she's done it. The numbers show it. And she's doing really well and a great team player. And you can ask the teammates, you know, right. they enjoy it when she's out there. Now, prior to that, there was a lot of mom in between trying to smooth things out. You know, <laughs> so um, you got, you know, I got to give props to Carrie for uh, being the, the mediator between right. us a lot of times. Because I can tell you, you know, that, that drive from the uh, school to our house is about three minutes. But it's the longest three minutes of my daughter's <laughs> life. Well, I, I wanted to ask you about this kind of a follow-up to what we're talking about. When does the basketball talk stop? So we kind of have a um, – the basketball talk doesn't stop, mm-hmm. but it changes from coach to dad when we walk through the door. Ah, and, nice. uh And she knows that, and I know that. Carrie knows that, and that's the way, you know, and it's worked out very well. You know, I've, I've coached Maya now, her freshman, sophomore, and now junior year, um, and and – it, it's worked out. It's tough. It mm-hmm. is not the easiest thing in the world to do. But as soon as we get out of that vehicle and walk into the house, we're dad and daughter. Right. It's no longer coach and player. That's so. fantastic. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Saturday's game against Jackson Dell. Uh, first quarter, they made that 11-0 run and really just kind of took the wind out of your sails at that point. I, I was looking at it at the end of the game, and, and I was thinking turnovers were certainly a factor. I think they uh, hit you pretty hard on the offensive glass. Um, is that pretty much the summary of the game, or what else did you see as a coach? No, that's absolutely what it is. And, I, you know, I've been pushing uh, the girls to get more aggressive on rebounding. Mm-hmm. Um, without Rachel in there, that's something sure. that we're seeing that's happening. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and Jackson Dell is aggressive. Right. So ball goes up, they're all going after it, yeah. and that's just the way they. And not are. just on the glass. We were talking about before the game too. I mean, defensively, you talk about oh, a team yeah. that that's going to be in your hip pocket the whole night. That's those, yeah, that's yeah. the Eagles. And you know me as a coach, I'm complaining about it all being fouls. <laughs> but you know, but when I was on the other side of it, that's great defense. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> Scott has really, you know, over the years, that's where they push, um, yeah. and and they'll ride you. All the way across the court, and he's doing it now. Full court doesn't take a break. One of the big factors is he takes out five. He can put in four or five. Mm-hmm. Me, I've got six on the bench, seven. Right. You know, so he's changing in and out, fresh legs, fresh. You know, so he's gonna. That's gonna bode well for him. Um, but you're right, uh, re- out rebounding and turnovers. And I told the girls it might still be on the board in there because uh, I said if we don't rebound. Or we try to get in a track meet with them and turn the ball over. I said this game's going to be out of reach, and that's exactly right. what it was. 
You have a busy week this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got South Decatur tomorrow night. You're at Lawrenceburg on Friday. And then we get to see you again on Saturday when you host Batesville. Um, uh, three games in a week. Uh, that that can wear on a team. Absolutely. Uh, the South Decatur coming up tomorrow. That's another That's second sectional opponent that we'll see this year mm-hmm. um, already early in the season. Um it's still weird to me that I'm that we're talking uh, South Decatur and North Decatur in a, in two A. I just I, I yeah. still I've still always <laughs> visualized them as yeah. as one A school. Yeah, 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 they're both up to two A. Yeah, and well deserved. I mean, you know, they have a lot of athletes in both schools, and and mm-hmm. and they need to be up there. Um, I know that's not what determine determines it, but uh, right, you know, I think they do well where they're at. Um, South Decatur's, you know, I know they got the Pate girl back, which is a, a big presence for mm-hmm. them in the middle. Right. We don't have that right now, you know. Right. So we got to offset that somehow. Um, I, I've I've seen a few clips here and there of them. They can shoot when they get hot. Look out, they'll hit a lot of shots. Um, but if you can keep them off balance, you know they have trouble um, scoring. So hopefully we can do that. Um, right. Friday night is Lawrenceburg. That's um, Zane. He, I mean, he's got seven hundred and fifty-three kids on the team. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> I mean, we went down there for the scrimmage, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, my girls go out there, and, you know, there's six or seven of them, and he's got, like, a football team on the yeah. other end. And I go, is that JV? No, that's yeah. just varsity. And I was like, oh, it must be. Is it kind of like watching uh, East Central football? They bring out yeah. this army of players out there, and then you've got your collection of, like, 20 kids yeah, on the other exactly, side. That's how you felt? Exactly how it is. And, you know, Zane's always got a great group. Um, yeah. So that should be a battle. Um, and then Saturday will be uh, Batesville. Uh, at home, right? So I'm looking forward to that. That's a Ripley County attorney opponent, possibly. Um, so you play him now. You might turn around and play him again in in January. Uh, but he's got some great athletes. Uh, very athletic group, actually. And uh, the Pride Girls, one of them that you know last year amazed me at some of the things she could do as a girl. Nothing against girls, but just some of the movements and the ability that she has is is yeah. outstanding. So I know she he has her, and then. Uh, Wyler girl that can light you up in a second, and so you got to pay attention where she's at. And there's another one that's she may not even be five foot; she may be four eleven, right? You know, and she's in and out in the middle of everybody. So you got to keep an eye on her. Um, I think uh, I think we'll match up well with them because they don't have this, you know, uh, center big presence you right. know so i think we'll match up well with them uh it should be a good game all right well coach we greatly appreciate your time tonight and it was good seeing you on saturday again tonight and we'll uh, see you again this coming saturday mm-hmm. all the best to you this week and uh, throughout the rest of the season all right thank you very much bryce thank you yep matt mcnew head coach of the south ripley lady raiders i'll be back to close out the show in just a moment this is coach's corner on country 103.9 wrbi oh my that's a big pretzel i've heard that a lot lately C. Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also got your sweet tooth covered with our Black Forest chocolate cake, carrot cake, caramel chocolate lava cake, New York cheesecake, caramel apple cheesecake, and our impossible-to-forget chocolate chip cookies. Get your That's a Big Pretzel only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. 
Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garing's today. Whirlpool and Garing's, 316 North Main, Batesville. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. And before I close out the show tonight, I'd like to thank Cecil Ison and the staff here at Ison's Family Pizza for be, being such great hosts. Our other wonderful sponsors, including Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. Big thanks to John Heil for engineering the show at the studio and to my four girls basketball coaches who join me tonight. Oldenburg's Eric Feller, Batesville's Brian Helvey, Milan's Carissa Voss, and South Ripley's Matt McNew. Guests for next Monday's show will be announced later this week. That's going to do it for me, Bryce Kendrick, sitting in for the Hall of Famer for, uh, for Coach Ron Raver and his Hall of Fame wife, Sally. I'll be back in at 6 a.m. tomorrow with a fresh look at local sports and in studio at 12 o'clock to take you through your afternoon. Until then, you enjoy your evening. Thanks so much for listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at WRBIRadio.com. From 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.